Hello, church family. This is Marilyn Mitchell, and I'm the Women's Ministry Director for New Visions Buchanan Campus. And today we are going to be reading from the book of Lamentations, chapter 3, verses 19 through 26. And I'll be reading in the English Standard Version. It says this, Remember my affliction and my wanderings, the wormwood and the gall. My soul continually remembers it, and it is bowed down within me. But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Ooh, these verses, I just love this opportunity again to just share with you some of my favorite verses. And um, this is such a powerful passage. Um, the book of Lamentations is, is wonderful in general. and um, But I love the truth and the promise and the hope that we see here. You know, I say a lot like wherever you find yourself today. And that's because each of us find ourselves in very different or maybe similar circumstances. But we're all facing something. We're all um, in the midst of something. And um, sometimes it can be wonderful, glorious, celebratory things. Sometimes it can be very hard and difficult things. But what I think is so powerful about this book, um, I think some people really miss out on the richness of Lamentations because we see it as a book to go to when life is hard, when there is deep grief. Um, and, and that's when we're like, oh, hey, let me check out Lamentations. Friends, can I just encourage you that, um, especially Especially if you're in a season of joy and of abundance and of, of good things, don't miss lamentations because here's what's so precious about the word of the Lord and the process of getting to know who God is through the reading of his word is that it's so important to let these words take root in our heart to be planted so that they will birth fruit in the season that they're needed. And so sometimes when we're not in a very challenging season, we think, yeah, you know, I'm going to read something that's a little more applicable to me. But again, I just want to challenge you um, to, to not avoid these passages that you think are for something else because um, they will come to fruition in just the season that they are needed. And so that's what I love about this passage. No matter where you find yourself, whether it's a great season, whether it's a challenging season, um, these promises remain powerful and true. And this is kind of where the writer is, is he's like, you know, I'm remember, he's asking to be seen in his pain, right? He's asking to, for his pain to be witnessed. And I think that's something that we can all um, relate to. He says, remember my affliction and my wanderings, the wormwood and the gall, my soul continually remembers it and is bowed down within me. You know, I think that we as humans are all aware that everyone's going through something. And very often we can remind ourselves of that. We can remind each other of that. But the reality is um, in and of our flesh, we are just selfish by nature. And it's it's not our first um, instinct to be concerned about the well-being of others. But what we can know with certainty is that their soul continually remembers it. Each of us, our own soul continually remembers that which we are struggling with, right? And so, and sometimes that can be, if it is a difficult season, we can be really weighed down and heavy with that. Um, and it affects everything. You know, again, you guys are familiar with my grief journey. It's it's part of who I am in this season. And there are just so many days where I talk to my friends um, 
and my loved ones. And, and one of the phrases I've used a lot is just that I feel concussed. And I don't know if you've ever had a concussion, but it's, it's, devastating. It's a very scary thing um, to, to have a concussion because your brain just doesn't work the way um, that it's supposed to. And, and for me, you know, after having um, experienced a physical concussion, there were, it was months until I really felt like myself again. I would do things that um, as soon as I'd done them, I'd realize like how ridiculous it was that it wasn't wise or wasn't what I would normally do. But like my brain just wasn't functioning properly. And frankly, that's a lot how the grief journey feels. I kind of a lot of days just feel like I'm slogging through molasses and it's like my head and my mind is so muddied. And so that's really hard. Um, I try to be very transparent about that here and everywhere else just because when people are trying to talk to you, sometimes they don't know <laughs> that that's what's happening, that your soul is continually remembering what's happening and is bowed down within you. But friends, I have hope and you have hope because we can call this to mind. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases and his mercies never come to an end and they are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Isn't that such a beautiful promise? And friends, you may have heard this verse before. It's one that's really popular um, for encouraging others. It gets put on cross stitch and on pillows and it's for good reason. The mercies of the Lord are new every morning and we are a people that need hope. We are a people that I think Humans in general are inspired by the changing of seasons, by the the natural rhythm of, of morning and evening. And so there's this joy that says, you know, no matter what I'm facing, no matter what's going on, today is a new day. Tomorrow is a new day. And the Lord remains faithful. His love continues steadfast. And he is our portion. Therefore, we can hope in him. And it says the Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. You know, early in, in my grief journey, before I knew all that laid ahead of me, um, when I first, in, I think about 2019, found out about my mom's cancer diagnosis, I remember I went to a women's conference, um, and one of the songs they were singing was, He's a Good, Good Father. And I believe it with my whole heart, and I believed it in that moment, but I could not sing it for the life of me. Tears just streamed down my face because as much as I know it to be true, in that moment, it did not feel good, right? Um, but that's the promise that we have. And so what we have to do in those moments is cling to what we know is true. The Lord is good. His steadfast love never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. He is our portion. He is good to those who seek him. And it is good that we wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. So again, wherever you may find yourself today, whether it's a season of joy, a season of sorrow, um, a season of questioning, you know what? The Lord can handle that. That is one of the most beautiful things that I have come to see about the character of our God is he is not disappointed um, in our questions. He is not disappointed in our longings or in our um, confusion or in our, in our state of concussion, either physically or spiritually. He is good to those who wait for him and whose soul seeks him. That's really kind of been, I think, one of my um, goals for the year or, or word of the year, if you want to say, is just like that seeking him. That's where it is. We have to know him. Um, and, and as we do, as we know his character, we begin to trust him with all things. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Greater. I highly recommend it. It's a, it's a true story about a, um, 
it's, it's well, I won't give it away, but the bottom line is that in, there's some really difficult um, grief in, in the movie in some ways that that's processed, but the ultimate end is, is just this understanding that when we are so close to the everyday circumstances of our life, um, it fills every pore, right? Every cell of our being, and that's about all we can see is what's right in front of us. But praise the Lord, He does not see what's just right in front of us. He sees what's behind us, what's in front of us, and what's ahead of us. And He has such a bigger story that's at play, and we have all of eternity. If this world was all there is, um, then yes, so much doesn't make sense, wouldn't make sense, can't make sense, but it's not. There is an eternity that God promises for those who believe in him where we will be with him forever because his steadfast love never ceases. Through everything we face, it never ceases and his mercies never come to an end and all things will be made new one day, but also in our everyday. We have this promise that every new morning he is there and great is his faithfulness. So I pray that with me, you will say today that the Lord is my portion. I will hope in him and I will seek him and I will wait quietly for his salvation because I can trust beyond all doubt that he will deliver that he will save. And so I pray, friend, wherever you are today, wherever this message finds you, that you will just open your heart to the God who sees, to his steadfast love that finds you right where you are and will sustain you through his purposes and his plans for your life. Be blessed. Mm -hmm.